Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You may have heard the expression, every accusation is a confession. And in the case of the Israeli state, this phrase could frankly not be more apt. Now, a war of words has broken out between Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister, of course, of Israel, and Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the president of Turkey. Now, you may have seen the meme on the internet of two Spider-Men pointing at each other, and this was what came to my mind when I saw this spat. They both have so much in common. Both are mass murderers who have waged bloody wars against peoples denied their right to national self-determination, to have a state that is of their own. In the case of Erdogan, it's a war against the Kurdish people. In the case of Netanyahu, of course, the Palestinians. Both have been aided and abetted by Western states who have armed and backed them to the teeth. Although in the case of Turkey, that relationship has admittedly deteriorated, particularly over the last decade. Both have justified their slaughters on the basis of fighting terrorism and atrocities committed against their own civilians. Now today, Turkey's Erdogan has issued the current statement. They used to speak ill of Hitler. What difference do you have from Hitler? They're going to make us miss Hitler. Is what this Netanyahu doing any less than what Hitler did? It is not. He is richer than Hitler. He gets the support from the West. All sorts of support comes from the United States. And what did they do with this support or the support? They killed more than 20,000 Gazans. Now, a few things here when he says they used to speak ill of Hitler. And most of us still do, buddy. What with the whole genocidal conquest of Europe, including the specific genocide of the Jewish population, in which two-thirds of European Jews were exterminated, as well as other genocidal slaughters of Roma, disabled people, Serbs, socialists, communists. Truly, we could go on. When he says they're going to make us miss Hitler, don't think so, buddy. I think you can speak for yourself there. Now, you don't actually need to invoke Hitler and the Nazis to condemn Israel's bloody mayhem in Gaza, it is bad enough on its own terms. Now, Netanyahu has hit back. His his tweet is really quite something, and I should warn you, it's going to raise your blood pressure. I'm giving you that advance warning. He says, Erdogan, who is committing genocide against the Kurds and who holds the world record for imprisoning journalists who oppose his regime, is the last person who can preach morality to us. The IDF, which is the most moral army in the world, is fighting to eliminate the most abhorrent and brutal terrorist organisation in the world, Hamas ISIS, which has committed crimes against humanity and which Erdogan has praised and whose leaders he hosts. The most moral army in the world. Goodness me. Well, we will come on to that. Don't worry about that. Firstly, both of them are right to accuse the others of mass murder, that being the basic underlying critique of each. They just don't have a moral high ground from which to denounce the other. Netanyahu is quite correct that Turkey has a notorious record when it comes to jailing journalists. I visited Istanbul in 2017 and interviewed dissidents, including persecuted journalists and the relatives of those locked up. But given Netanyahu's forces are now responsible for the biggest mass murder of journalists ever recorded in any conflict uh, since those records began um, uh, many decades ago, over 100 journalists and media workers are now estimated to have been killed in Gaza. I'm not entirely convinced he's well positioned to slap down Erdogan on that front. But by accusing Erdogan of genocide, Netanyahu has himself accidentally admitted 
to genocide. There really is no getting around that. Now, let's just stick to the basic facts. There's an estimated 30 to 45 million Kurds, largely in Kurdistan, which straddles Iraq, Iran, Syria, and of course, Turkey. Now, today, up to 20 million Kurds live in Turkey. They make up at least, in any case, a fifth of the population. Now, there's long been a there's long been Kurdish struggles for a homeland, including under the Ottoman Empire. And after Turkey became its own state, there were several Kurdish uprisings which were violently put down. Indeed, even Erdogan apologized a decade ago for the killing of more than 13,000 Kurds by the Turkish military in the late 1930s, in which aerial bombings and poison gas were used against innocent civilians. Longer press, the big Kurdish uprising of our time in Turkey was led by the PKK, or the Kurdish Workers' Party, in 1984, so four decades ago almost exactly. Now, between 30,000 and 40,000 have been killed in that time. It's difficult to know how many of those are Kurdish civilians, rather than, say, Kurdish fighters or Turkish soldiers or, indeed, Turkish civilians. But the evidence suggests that a large majority are Kurdish civilians. It is not to let Erdogan off the hook, and we shouldn't do so, to point out that most of those killings and the worst atrocities happened before his time as autocratic leader of Turkey back in the 1980s and 1990s. That includes Kurdish villages which were depopulated in the 1980s and 1990s, ethnic cleansing, estimated to be around 3,000 of those villages, and an estimated 3 million Kurdish refugees driven from their homes or internally displaced. Now, Erdogan has continued this vicious war, for sure, um, including many killing many innocent civilians. Indeed, one rare example he expressed back in 2011, regret for killing 35 uh, Kurdish civilians uh, on the Iraqi border um, in, an, in an airstrike, claiming it was an operational mistake. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But in 2017, as an example, the UN declared that Turkey's military and police forces had killed hundreds of people in an onslaught against Kurdish rebels in southeastern Turkey and listed summary killings, torture, rape and widespread destruction of property all taking place in a 17-month period. So that was over uh, 2015 to the end of 2016. Now, you know what? Even if you take the entire onslaught directed by the Turkish state against the Kurdish people, which was a horrendous onslaught, is a horrendous onslaught, it is very damning for Netanyahu. He's incriminated himself. When the Kurdish uprising began, the Kurdish population in Turkey numbered over 8 million. By 1995, it was 12 million. Today, it's around 20 million. Now, remember, between 30,000 and 40,000 have been killed. Let's just assume they're mostly Kurdish civilians. It's still a hideous figure. Remember, these statistics disguise humanity, always. Every single death is a horror, and tens of thousands of deaths is an obscenity. It should be rightly 
regarded as such. So if we said, say, there were 30,000 Kurdish civilians killed out of a population, which was 8 million in 1985, then 12 million um, a decade later, and now 20 million. Let's stick to those statistics. Now, according to the Euromed Human Rights Monitor, an independent NGO based in Geneva, nearly 30,000 Palestinians, overwhelmingly civilians, have been killed in Gaza in 80 days or so. Now, they have a higher figure than the official figure, which is somewhere over 20,000, because they include those buried under the rubble who have not been officially certified as dead. I'm afraid to say they clearly are dead, which is why we should use that figure. Before Israel's onslaught began, there were 2.2 million Palestinians or so in Gaza. So 30,000 overwhelmingly civilian Palestinians have been killed in 11 and a half weeks, that out of a population originally of 2.2 million. There's another point to be made here, and I think this is an important point, that we're talking about violent deaths here in Gaza, but as the UN aid experts and others are pointing out, and specialist experts in war, most people in these situations don't die because of the actual violence. They die because of the collapsed healthcare, the lack of food and clean water. All of these are huge problems in Gaza. So, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu himself has said that the war has only just begun. It has many months to come. So we're talking about this death toll, which doesn't include those who will drive hunger of untreated underlying health conditions of those injured but who can't get treatment um, at the collapse, basically, of civilization in, in Gaza. And we're already on around 30,000. A comparable number of Kurds have been killed by the Turkish state over a much, much longer period. We're talking for decades here. And the percentage of Palestinians killed is much, much higher. And again, most of these crimes were not committed by Erdogan, even though he certainly committed his own. While in Turkey, a proportion of Kurds were driven from their homes to cities, the vast majority of the Palestinian population has been driven from their homes. In Gaza, almost all of them. Much of Gaza has been wiped from the face of the earth. And Benjamin Netanyahu is openly discussing permanently driving out the Palestinian population. His government has been using openly genocidal language from so-called human animals to Netanyahu, favorably quoting the story of Amalek from the Bible in which God orders the Israelites to avenge the Amalek nation by killing every man, woman, child, and baby. This is not simply an accusation from Netanyahu, it's a confession. If Turkey is guilty of genocide, then what of Israel? What has been done to Gaza is far, far worse than, yes, the terrible crimes committed against the Turkish people. There's another point here as well, in terms of hoisting, certainly, apologists for Israel from their own petard, because many of those defenders, apologists of Israel, have said that accusations of genocide cannot be true. And they point to how Gaza's population has increased over the last few decades. Now, firstly, this is just a ludicrous argument, full stop. Um, because the the thrust of the argument about genocide focuses on the onslaught against Gaza since the 7th of October. Um, we know that places hugely afflicted by poverty, birth rates tend to be higher. And also, where would this leave, for example, Stalin's Russia, Stalin's Soviet Union? Because when Stalin was dictator, there were famines, the Great Purge, the Nazi invasion of the Soviet Union, which killed 27 million Soviets, soldiers and civilians, a huge, atrocious loss of life. And yet the Soviet population, even if you exclude those, for example, Baltic states, the Soviets annexed, was higher in 1953 than in 1924. Does that mean that the great purges, the, the, the famines, the Nazi invasion didn't happen? Ludicrous. Now, as for when he talks about the Netanyahu, the most moral army in the world, oh yeah, wiping out so many innocent civilians, 
wiping out entire bloodlines from the planet, committing almost every possible war crime, collective punishment, forcible displacement, as well as accusations which must be urgently investigated of summary executions, torture, the full works. Indeed, there's no more appropriate way to end than to look at this video posted by an Israeli soldier in a neighborhood of Gaza. Looking at it, all you can see is total destruction, just rubble and a few remains. A crime of historic proportions, aided and abetted by Western governments who backed and armed Israel and Western media outlets who whitewashed war crimes, in many cases openly cheering them on and refusing to speak out and call this for what it is. Whether we let them get away with that, well, that's up to us. Please like, subscribe, do support this. Keep us showing the road to patreon.com forward slash Sarah Josie for listen to us the podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.